It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Good stats. This week in league, it's our night of nights. Who will take the revelation of the 2016 NRL season at the seventh annual Twilly Awards? And this week, it's Signer Palooza, and even the Broncos get in on the act of signing useless has-beens. All that and more on this final episode of this week in league for 2016. Welcome to episode 243 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Welcome to all our new listeners. Thanks for stopping by, as always. And uh, a special a special shout-out to the the millions and millions of people at home on pay-per-view listening to the uh, the show in the chat room. The chat room is filling up massively. Uh, we've got, uh, the of course, Losers Have Meetings, a great username. We've got um, Valentine Holmes. Thank you. Thank you for showing up um, from Bali or wherever you, wherever you happen to be. Gordon... Now, everybody, calm down, because Gordon, in fact, is our man at Sportsmate, so I think everyone in the chat room uh, should, should pay special homage to the uh, guy in the chat room there by the name of Gordon Meredith, because uh, he's our boy from Sportsmate, and uh, that'd be fantastic to us this year, so... Uh, yeah, I think everyone should get around him. Um, we, we really want him leaving tonight with a, what have I done, what have I done... <laughs> Sort of feeling. That's that's what he's. I think that's what's going to happen. I saw the name there, and instantly I was like, okay, well, that's the, that's the end of that then. Um, sports mate, been great. <laughs> <laughs> that chapter's about to be fucked into our uh, into the um, review mirror. <laughs> but um, look, first things first. Uh, what what do we have laid out here in front of us? I mean, because it, it tends this one tends to be a a drinking a drinking show. This is a drinking show. Um, so, in honour of what put Twill hosts in decline on put, Grand put, Final put Day, me into, me into RSA territory. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. we, we have our uh, Exo Cafe Patron. Yeah, the uh, the espresso, and, and of course, people who were at El Loco would have had a shot of that. Um, some some may have had four, like yours truly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we wonder why things got so messy yes. on Grand Final Day. Um, and it's special K. Who cares? Give me my award. Well, I'd just like to say, at last minute, we've pulled the Gronk of the Year <laughs> from the from the uh, from the. the, the there toys. was there was some conjecture about uh, voter fraud, exactly, and, uh, and elections. Apparently, um, one candidate in particular was stopping minorities from voting. Yeah, to try and up his chances. Yes, yes. But so what? And um, and what's this skull vodka here? That's all. That's that's Dan Aykroyd shit, right? I don't know. Yeah, see, we could have fact fact checked that, but I think he's I the, don't know. He's the one with the skull. It's a fucking it cool a shit. gift. And then we also will be partaking um, 
of uh, James Squire's 150 Lashes Pale Ale as well, just so we're not taking straight shots. So, uh, <laughs> the whole time, because, yeah, fuck that. Um, now, that chat room's starting to move so fucking quickly, too. It's going to be really interesting to keep up with that and really and probably really distracting as well, I think. Uh, what has got Nate in the left ear, new dad in the right? Well, I mean, now you, it's like you're sitting in between us. It's like it's almost like a prelude. Hang on, hang on. Maybe we can set this up. Just go, ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Have the uh, it's, it's, it just means that each and every one of you, especially who you know the ones that are there with uh, headphones on, it's like you're sitting like wedged between our bodies, listening to this. Uh, listening to it, my hearing in my right ear is awful, so I can barely hear stepdad. It's heaven. And this is the same. This is same Mesut underscore Ossel, who uh, who was the same one saying that uh, earlier in the chat room that couldn't give a shit about real dad and. You know, <laughs> I understand he's confused. He does. He's just got daddy. I understand he's confused. <laughs> he's, he's got daddy issues all, <laughs> all around. Okay, so um, he's the sort of man that marries Rosie O'Donnell. Wow. Later in life, that'd be a disappointing union. <laughs> <laughs> that would be extremely disappointing. <laughs> there's, there's nothing redeeming because if you're straight, <laughs> there's nothing for you there because well, because she is a lesbian. <laughs> Not just the fact that she's, she's terribly unattractive as well, but um, let's get into a bit of a uh, bit of mailbag action. Actually, yeah, fuck that first thing. Shot. Let's go. Shot. Let's uh, have our our very full. Well done on the season. Very full shirt. That's mm. <sighs> <sighs> good liquor. Mm. Oh, it feels. It feels like it burns more. Ten- it burns more tonight than it did down at Loco. I mean, I feel I feel that it really needs twenty beers <laughs> just to lubricate. Yeah, <laughs> the, the yeah, that was not a good decision at all. Yeah, well, you've had some of your beer first, but yeah, oh. that's um, it's yeah, it's a it's a bit spicier than I remember. Yeah. But there were many many pints between the, the start. I miss Glen- Mitchell Mosley. Sort yourself out. What's this? Miss I miss Glendad. Shots. Yes, Mickey T. Shots. Who gargles a shot? Fucking Mickey T, King Gargle. What are you talking about? M fifty one avoider. I don't know if he's in the chat room or not. I haven't had it. Haven't had it. Haven't seen him. He might be one of those anonymous trolls that are in there. Those a few anonymous people. Sort sort out your sort out your Ustream career. Fuck's sake. Yeah. He said, "I'm watching Swamp People. Somehow, I think these people are a good representation of shark supporters." I'm not aware of the show Swamp People. I imagine it's kind of like a like the same sort of like like Duck Dynasty sort of crowd those guys yeah the title doesn't leave you know yeah. a lot to <laughs> but um <laughs> but, <laughs> and uh <laughs> look at fucking <laughs> special k hey mate the voting's closed <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to make a menace of yourself the entire night all right um the award the, the voting shut at that uh yeah three four hours ago so just uh Calm the fucking farm. Now we got a tweet from Mister Underscore Wars, who I'm not sure if he's in there tonight so far, but um, he sent us a tweet and he said, "I heard this guy only does shots of vodka mixed with a load of Wayne's man pace closet fan, and it's a photograph of you reclining in a Broncos jersey." Fucking explain yourself. Oh, because I never watch on a bet. So what was the bet? You, well, you need to set it up. Why? Why did this happen? I don't know. I was probably very inebriated and. Got my other shirt dirty, doing something stupid. <laughs> and uh, that's not a bet. I was, so you had a bet that I bet I can wear something that's not my dirty shirt. No, no, no I, was, I was probably dared to do yep. something. Yeah, yep. ripped and 
yeah. racked off the other one. So look, you, yeah, look, you 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 look fairly comfortable though. I've got to say, in your circumstance, it's not burning the skin. Yeah, well, you know what? If the fucking allies had all freaked out about wearing fucking Nazi uniforms <laughs> as they were infiltrating fucking Zurich, then there wouldn't have been any successful espionage missions. Okay, update. It looks like with the commercial that everyone will be interrupted with incessantly tonight is uh, a dairy milk ad with a scratching bear. Oh, oh fuck. Congratulations. Uh, there we go. Jeez, the chat room's filling up nicely. It's fucking great. It's hard to keep track of everyone. Okay, um, it's Matthew. He said, uh, agrees to DM a D&D game on the same night as the Twillies. I need to sort my life out. Look, you could have finished it. Agrees to DM a D&D game. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, I mean, but hang on. Aren't you like the god of that little world? Yeah. Well, yeah. Can't you go... Oh. Now, to start off the adventure, someone's dropped a new god. You're all dead. I'm out. <laughs> First, there are... There are I've there, seen Stranger there Things. Are, there are specific directions can, on Ustream in a podcast live episode. <laughs> Listen to it. Take it all in. And <laughs> I've noticed you sexy Bethany underscore... 97. You, Fucking my eyesight's gone already tonight. Sexy Bethany underscore 97. The first transsexual um, twill listener. That's phenomenal. Yeah. We uh, support you in your life choices. Yes. Um, We've had Chapo, who's asexual. Yeah. Well, the, like, then back to, back to this, Matthew. The only, the only thing good that... You, you, brought, you already invoked the words, but the only thing good to come out of a D&D game was the, the events that followed in Stranger Things. That's it. <laughs> Um, Paul Mack underscore 78 who I believe is in there and was in there one of the first sort of three or four people in there given how weak this year's Gronk of the Year candidates are I might set up an incognito account and have a crack next year special K not special ooh gauntlet has been thrown yeah and uh, let's see and we'll wait for the chat room to catch up for that one I'm sure it's going to explode with capital letters from uh, the old Gronk over there special K Um, up hop I'm excited for the Twillies tonight. If there are coolers being given out, I wouldn't say no. I may have misplaced mine. So what happened with the, the voting, you would have seen there was like a... After the actual awards portion of the thing, there was a, uh, a section where we had um, just some questions about you know about the show and the segments and things like that, just to, to get an idea, you know, what you enjoy, what you didn't, you know, and just any changes that we might make. I mean, we don't really make wholesale changes on this show ever. It kind of just happens... It just evolves, you know, based on stuff that happens like that X Factor thing this year just came out of nowhere. Uh, literally turned around in the in the, in the space of a, an episode and then became a thing, um, and uh, so yeah. Based on that though, people do put their names and stuff in there, and I'm going to go through and just do some random prizeage for people who are, uh, and just basically I've got to put them in an Excel spreadsheet, see how many I've got, and then just do that many random draws yep. on a number generator nice. or something. So, um, Claire Simo, she tweeted uh, this a couple of times actually, but yeah, uh, she said I just thought I just want to bring it up because I want to give her credit. She said, "Don't forget about your fave league-loving lady, Claire Simo. This award season, all I do is win." Now, like the only potentially the only person in any category on the entire list that actively campaigned. Yeah, I like that. I That's respect, fantastic. I respect that. Yep. that you that you're going to go and campaign for votes. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think. Uh, it's not. I don't think I'm, I'm, you know, diminishing this podcast to say it probably is a bit of a sausage fest. So, the number of contenders possible for the for the first lady award. Oh, there's is, taters. There's lit. The, yeah, and and there's Claire and and then <laughs> see what I'm saying. There pretty are, small pool. Sam <laughs> Sam's tucked his penis between his legs and pretended to have a vagina before, oh, and he's put all those pictures up with um all those photos up with his um. 
uh, toenails painted different yes, colours and all that sort that of thing. That is true. So, so he, he clearly he, he clearly is. Um, uh, what have we got now? Just a quickly story. What we have to do is throw to the uh, throw to the chat room now again, just to, just so we can keep up with it and all. I guess, or we can do that in between sections. I guess. Yep. Um, Occupy Duckberg, aka Mup. Now I don't know if Mup's in there this evening, but he's been very active on Twitter through the week, um, <laughs> saying that uh, Bird, Benji, Coltrane, and Lodge all desperate to get on the last Twill episode of the year. And also Mup has um, been very active in uh, in. He's kind of adopted an Alex Jones persona, to <laughs> demanding <laughs> demanding, to, demanding to see the documents, <laughs> and, and uh, as it because. What happened? One thing that you will find out tonight, and you would have found out when you did voting anyway, you know, is that the the hashtag of the year category was um, put on hold for for a year, simply because there were so few. There was, I mean, when we're going through back and forth and everything, trying to get the contenders for each category out, that was a you didn't offer anything. <laughs> there was no outstanding. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was tough, and um, and I didn't want to put hash. Why not us? as a contender because I didn't want to accidentally win because I have noticed that our yeah, Cronulla yeah. listenership has, has uh, increased a lot this year. And yeah, it, in it, direct it, proportion it, to the fair-weatherness of Cronulla fans. And it doesn't deserve to win anything. No. So we don't want to... Um, so we don't want... We didn't want that to win. So And, and other than that, Mup fired off about five hashtags that were okay, but they, um, they're all his. I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not giving a competition against, like, one dude. So just see... <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah, bro. <laughs> the original Olympics. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. Um, and uh, and finally, my Saguna eighty five. Uh, he said, "How ironic! The NRL finishes only for X Factor to start up on Channel Seven. Hash X Factor all year round." Wow. So there you go. Yeah, I did see a bunch of stories about his X Factor relevant during the week. Yeah, yeah. Now with the. Uh, with Saguna, he told us he the final Saguna story at the grand final day, uh, before El Loco, at the Keg and Brew. He did. And uh, he was going to email it through in detail the way he wanted the story to be told for this episode. He did not do that. No. I gave him the opportunity, very late notice, because I've forgotten till you know, five minutes before we start. Yeah, you know what, though? Um, yeah. If you are the fucking master of Saguna stories, mm-hmm. it's on you to get those Saguna stories out. If otherwise, what happens is we tell it with the recollection we have that was at the start of a day where that didn't finish until like two or three in the morning the next day. Yeah, it was a long day. Like, how how good is our our recall going to be of this story? I can remember the players. Was there a girl fingering his penis? No, with no, the stiletto. No, just no. just a at pinky. the drive Just a pinky. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so the basic, the, the gist of the story, because I mean, I, we have to get it out in this episode, right? We have to do it. You remember the story? Oh, you know what? I I remember the gist of the story, but I don't know. Look, I'm I'm almost saying that we hold it leave off. The it, line. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because it- I, I don't want to miss like a crucial thing that makes somebody sound more desperate or. Yep. Okay. So what we got here is a uh, we got a, the, the final Saguna story. It's going to have to appear on the first episode next year. And the gist of the story is, I'm just going to give you the one-line teaser. Saguna, cock blocks, Bryce Gibbs. I would put it more as Saguna came close to cucking <laughs> Bryce Gibbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, okay, so it was next level. <laughs> if you know Saguna, it's it's like his next level cucking that, like, yeah. you, you you wouldn't think him capable of. It, it'd be like, it'd be like, 
It'd be like Shaq getting cucked by Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> or like Shaq getting cucked by Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, now, this week in Luke Dawn, you know, this this is a live show. I mean, the technical issues involved in, <laughs> in, in throwing out this week in Luke Dawn live is uh, far beyond my interest so you're gonna have to listen to the podcast for that one and uh but we really would like to thank uh the boys at super league pod they've done a great job all year um getting some interest back in the in the uh super league on our show yeah I mean, we had done it in the past and um you know it was people it's kind of indifference but yeah but it's great that a show that these guys were inspired to start from this show and they're kind of you know doing like their thing over there for the esl and they're like our sister show really as far as the you know England's concerned, so it's great that, that you know we could actually yeah, do something with them this year um, and get them involved. So, uh, but thanks with that, very much, boys. that British sensibility. Yeah, exactly. You hear them tweet the other, or see them tweet the other day that uh, I said that they they dial some stuff down. Yeah, because the British audience gets uh, up in arms. Yeah, I was. I'm gonna I'll, look. I'm not gonna lie. I was actually a little bit disappointed <laughs> when I saw that tweet. I was like, oh, ideally, and I know it's not English, it's Scottish, but they're all you know same. But <laughs> what, what I want is like, can you imagine if there was an English Super League podcast hosted by Francis Begby from Train Spotting <laughs> and someone like uh, like Lenny the Governor, you know, the Governor, yeah, the Governor was before he before he tragically passed with cancer. Oh. I would love to. Yeah, <laughs> you mind the cards? <laughs> and I fucking told you to your dots cards. That would be the shit. And um, and look, guys. I mean, I'm you know, I am. I do not have the the ego or hubris to tell you how to do your show, but perhaps next year maybe add a bit of glassing. Yep. You know oh. that sort of shit. Throw it in there, and um, and you know, if the if the Brits if the Brits don't like it, I'm sure that the Scottish will, and uh, and the uh, Australians will as well. So. I'll feel feel free to throw it. In, feel free to throw it into our, our segment. <laughs> I'm sure the Brits aren't listening to that one anyway. Thanks a lot, gents. Tom and Mark here with you all from the Super League Pod to bring you this special grand final edition of this week in Luke Dawn. Just like the last one, it wasn't their year for the Warrington Wolves as my Wigan Warriors triumphed 12 points to 6 at Old Trafford on Saturday evening. It was a tense but fast-paced game. Errors created opportunities for both sides, but defences for the most part stood strong. Chris Sandow was a surprise inclusion on the bench for the Wolves, returning from injury with Warrington 6-2 up. Needless to say, his presence didn't see the game out. Gold Coast-bound Dan Sargentson put the crucial play on, kicking through for a rugby union-bound Josh Charnley. Wigan's defence then saw this one out for a richly deserved and heartily enjoyed win. I would just like to say thanks from both Mark and I to Nate and New Dad for having us be a regular part of the Twill Nation and we're looking forward to bringing you more news from this side of the hemisphere as next season arrives. Um, now, got a couple of memberships left. I, f- I forget what the breakdown is. I think that's, I think there's a large, large or two. So, you know, first in, best dressed on those motherfuckers. Um, and, uh, what else? And yeah, as I said, 
we'll be uh, going through the people that entered their details, uh, their contact details in at the end of the Twillies voting form, and uh, those people will, uh, you know, go be in the running to win some, uh, you know, stubby cools and, and shit like that too. So if you remember, then, you know, great, you, you got a set. If you're, if you're not, great, you got one. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and now I think that, what are they arguing about in there at the moment? They're, uh, about which NRL player is most likely to be a cuck. Oh, jeez. Look, I would I would say that it would have to be... You know what? I've just, I've just got it. I'll just get a, get a vibe from Benji. I know it's it's, it's left field. Jack Reed certainly. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think who who, who else. <sighs> definitely, there's a couple of guys who are definitely definitely not. You know what, Jared Croker. I'm fairly certain. No, see, I, I see. He's thinking about it on the field, and no, that's why tears in the eyes. No, all the time. no, 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 you got the cuck thing all wrong. I I see like Croker, um, your mate Tommy Tierbo. They're, he's too young. He's too young for that sort of stuff, though. He's just getting so, rejected by girls asking no, on dates. They're more so the pegging victims, <laughs> right? Like the the cuck is somebody who is just so sad and pathetic. It's like like Kurt Kurt Baptiste, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> Kurt Baptiste, yeah. Kurt, Kurt, no, Kurt, 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 he Baptiste. does. He's like he comes on the field. Kurt Baptiste is diving headfirst into he, every wife of a fucking Raiders no, player. No, no, no. He's getting that bald head up in there, putting Crisco on that shit and just... In there. He's coming onto the field <laughs> in another man's shadow, mopping up after him, and he's got an easy wipe clean fucking dome. <laughs> well, he's more like, he's like a, like a, like a, 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 a bukkake fucking like receptacle or like... Not so much a receptacle as a, as like a target. <laughs> Easy clean, you know, no mess, no fuss. <laughs> uh, sorry, Kurt. I, I thought you were a fantastic super sub of the season, and I and I, uh, and, I, and, I and I don't don't approve of this message at all. Um, that's it for the mailbag, though. Thank you, everyone who became members in 2016. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, it helps us pay for everything. I mean, this shit ain't cheap to put on, mate. I mean, this, this hosting shit. There's all sorts of expenses, and so. Thank you, thank you very much for uh, for supporting the show and uh, keeping us on air. Basically, uh, we love yous like a strawberry thick shake. <laughs> <laughs> we love you like a Jared Croker loves a stiletto to the chap's eye. <laughs> Okay, now I don't have a lot of news stories actually laid out in front of us, um, but I've got a couple of uh, talking points, I guess you could mm. say. So um, the first one, let's have a shot. Let's have a shot. Cheers. Ah, coffee plus tequila. It's the greatest combination since vodka Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Can you oh. name a fucking better duo? I'll wait. A more iconic duo. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> uh, a lot of funny ones of those came out. Mm. It's funny how these things start and become... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking internet's a magical place and it enables this show to be what it is. So, oh. you know, bless, bless you, internet. I mean, exactly. Take, take, take another shot for the... Uh, take another shot for the... For, just for the internet. Here's the internet. Thank you. Now, the talking points, though. Benji to the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> It only 
That's funny. In Dragon Park saying, ben, Dragon Park saying, Benji went to Brisbane, everyone laughed. <laughs> it was perfect. You, you're not even up to that part of the feed yet in, on the show That's and insane. you've got it, mate. Good job. I, um, I'd, I'd like to throw to this story. Was this a story about Sam? With uh, oh, It's just a simple message. Okay. I, um, I sent a, a message to him and... Phil, yep. who we chilled okay. out with after the grand final. So you mean Mr. Mr. Wars? And Phil, Phil's a Broncos fan, is he? No, Phil's a Tigers fan. That's right, yeah. Um, it's a very hazy night. Born and pressed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I congratulated Sam on becoming Eskimo brothers <laughs> with Phil. <laughs> the, the practically space dogs. And, and that last message... You can you can read that pretending to be Sam. And so he's got a he's got a picture of of a, of a guy wailing on a beach, on the <laughs> kind of in the pose that um if you've seen Platoon, it's kind of you know when Willem Dafoe dies, it's kind of that pose like why <laughs> with the you know, chest stretched out, and arms out the back, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. So um and he's got that, and uh, then he's got I literally have no words. I'm just out here trying to figure out why baby Jesus hates the Broncos. Yeah, so. <laughs> This is a man who defends fucking Anthony Griffin oh, to the death. Loves it. Loves loves a bit of hook. Loves a bit of hook. Um, I I have no fucking idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. So that anonymous one there is frog. Okay, great. Now we know. Um, so you yeah, look. I actually think this is a really positive thing, and I'll tell you why. I think Benji at NRL level probably is never going to recapture anything like what what he used to be. Never. However, bang him in down there in the Q Cup. Yep. And he might be able to carve fools. Yeah. And if that was to happen, I would I would like to think that he would go to the Dolphins in the feeder thing, and then on and a then, Mad Monday, Matt Lodge will rape well, him. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, that. But also. I mean, I'll fucking go down Dolphins Oval every other weekend. Watch Benji watch Benji, yeah. Pumps yeah. up. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll buy a me- I'll buy a membership to the fucking Dolphins Leagues Club. It'll probably cost me eleven dollars for a year. Yeah, the way these things go. And I'll, I'll get I'll get massive discounts on beers and go to the members draw once a month. And a fucking schnitty on a Tuesday. I'm sure there's a buffet. Fantastic. I'm sure there's a bu- I'm sure there's a restaurant um, that has cuisines from at least six or seven I, different countries. I think the success of this venture, purely and simply, comes down. To Benji's understanding of his place in the world, yeah, uh, it it seems to me that Benji didn't really have a good understanding of his place in the world when he said no to three hundred k. Yeah, which was after he said no to more with was it rugby? Was it rugby? I think he turned didn't he didn't he turn down something Japanese like rugby or something? Yeah, and, um, and and so I hope now that he has a better understanding of his place in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, if he goes in there understanding that every game could be his last, yep. then I think the Broncos may get some value out of him. If he understands that his worth to that team is not not necessarily from a skill on the field perspective, but from what he can pass on to other players about his experiences, then they might get a bit of value out of him. Yep. At the end of the day, basically Wayne's letting him sleep on his couch for a year, and it's a way that the Broncos can illegally funnel more money to players. In uh, breach mate, of the no. NRL's rules. Yeah, well, that's is, all it is. I I actually think it's even simpler, simpler than that. I don't think it's. I don't think Benji has any hasn't had this you know big come to Jesus moment about his ability <laughs> or anything. I'm sure I I'm sure I heard the story as 
he wants to play finals football and thinks of going to Brisbane, even as like this like you know, this strap on accessory that only gets pulled out on fucking special Thursday nights. <laughs> That's actually you get he still get a ring for that. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> So uh, you know that's 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 the way I heard it anyway. So I guess we'll find out what the truth is. But I guess he, you know, there's Wayne seems overly optimistic that he's got the ability to cover many positions such as centre and fullback. Um, but you know, there's always talk like Milford, like you know, he's he's going to test his his worth. Hunt, you know, possibly, you know, on the outer. I don't know why. I mean, you know, because all he does is drop crucial shit. And you know, cost them entire seasons that they put all their yeah. lot of resources and emotion and and and, uh, and work into. Now there's a fucking giant thing saying that Benji has nothing to offer. Again, back to our dear friend Mr. Wars. Mm-hmm. He's fucking cheering because he can now sell his members' tickets every week for four times what he would have been able to last year <laughs> because of the accelerated chance that the person in those seats will be on TV... We'll get a game ball. ...catching a ball kicked out on the full. <laughs> kicked yeah. passed out on the full. A cut-out pass. Um, <laughs> now, you, you've already touched on, on this in the Benji story, but Matt Lodge, apparently he's going to land at the Dolphins. And uh, basically a year of, of, uh, of purgatory or redemption where he if he doesn't threaten to kill anybody... Or, or something like, or bash a referee or something while he's out there at Redcliffe playing for the Dolphins. If he can last 12 months without committing a criminal act or an indictable offence. If he's he, at the Dolphins, yeah. if he's at the Dolphins, I say that you and I just get wind of their training schedule. Yeah. And then after a game one night, buy him a couple of beers, <laughs> get some tails, interview on the show. And, and then just ensure that he never ever plays NRL ever again. Look, I I actually want to do like a banner, a massive banner in the in the outer. I don't know about the Dolphins. I know they're just putting your stands in there, but they got no like this stadium thing going. But I just want to get a massive banner that just says, "Tonight is the night you try," and then put like a five Y's on the end of it, and just Ooh. see. I think I think that could be amazing. Or you know, turn up, make a whole bunch of like brothers cunt yeah. apparel to nice. wear. You know, you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, look, I, he's, he's an absolute fucking animal, you know, absolutely devoid of potential redemption. However, guess what? The NRL will open up their arms. He'll he'll be up there, and um, yep. you know, presumably he'll he'll uh, probably the weekend before White Ribbon Day, <laughs> just just to make it special. I reckon he'll just be yeah. so on the down low. Yet again, I would love for the NRL to actually keep their nose on it and keep in front of it and say, you know, no, we said no. Yep. No amount of redemption gets his cunt back in. Well, he has um. So the other, the other thing as well, I mean, it could be a great change of pace for him to be removed from his Western Sydney circle of cunts. And the only down, possible downside to that is that he is actually the biggest cunt in his circle of friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and we may see we may we may see the Fafitas go on this fucking tear of charitable acts. <laughs> And they'll be doing, all of a sudden they'll become these guys like you know they'll be like the, the Ken Stevens fucking medalists <laughs> next year and all this bullshit. Um, Carney's been released from uh, from Catalan. Does he return? Can he return? Who does he return to? I thought his knees were completely like fucked, like you know whatever sort of arthritis, blah blah, degenerative whatever, and he's got the knees of like a uh, you know ninety five year old, and when he goes down the shops. He has to ride around on one of those little bike things that old people get around on. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, when he, if he comes back, can he do anything? No. Look, Todd can't. I'm, 
I'm, I'm a bit of two minds about Todd Carney. You know, the, the guy was an absolute fucking loose cannon. Mm-hmm. And he did some stupid, stupid, stupid fucking things. But in comparison to people we have currently playing in the NRL, you would almost call them victimless crimes. Okay. You know, like he pissed in his own mouth. That was a straw that broke the camel's back. And maybe he didn't. Maybe, like, it, it could have been simulated. Like, this thing, it, you don't actually know that he even made contact, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like a simulated, it could um, be a simulated act. So... But it was a lot, apparently, but what I heard was that that was literally the last straw on the end of a bunch of shit that didn't make the papers that they... Yeah, fair enough. Press, you know? but, but from there, you had the NRL take this really hard stance, and from public standpoint, it's pissed in his mouth, got his photo taken, nut, game in disrepute, see you later. We don't want that in the game. Okay. And from there, there's just no more stance anymore. Yep. You got cunts supporting one punch killers and throwing fucking hissy fits when they're they're not putting the Australian team fisting women against their um, clubs. Yeah, and doing that. Yep. And and they're all playing. Yep. So if I was Todd Carney, I think he has the right to feel hardly done by. Um, I don't know if the NRL will, will sign his contract. It's one of the great fucking mysteries. Yep. Um, pissing in your mouth's not okay, but beating women and fucking small children and Look, criminal activity is you know but pissing in someone else's mouth pissing in a female's mouth in my opinion is not as bad as fingering her against her will yeah especially <laughs> if you make awesome fucking music <laughs> about ignitions <laughs> or the remix to ignitions <laughs> Um, yeah so look Carney again um, I, I think he's past his prime there is a fairly large injury cloud around him uh, but look if you're the Dragons can't get much worse exactly and it has to be one of those teams yeah it's not going to be a team that's currently in contention for top four even top eight next year I don't think because generally generally a criteria of those teams is that they have a stable and and, uh, performing quality halves um, combination so he he is a stopgap when no other solutions are available yeah he's well, a done, fi- he's, well done dragons he's, he's, he's a final solution so he's basically <laughs> if you absolutely positively have to exterminate every Jew on the planet <laughs> you, you call Todd Carney <laughs> welcome up hop she's just made it into the chat room after uh, playing Battlefield 1 so sure. You are... Nice work. Are, are an absolute low life. Unless, unless you're a filthy ex-boner. Yeah. If you're playing on PS4, then you hit us up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you're playing on you go fuck yourself forever. Um, now, who have we got? Dave Taylor, potentially. Apparently, his deal's not as done as it was led, as we were led to believe earlier in the week. He might be getting, like, a, a very low, you know, low dollar figure, you know, trial and see how you go yeah. kind of situation with the Raiders. And Ricky, like, you know, with the intention of Ricky being a guy that can straighten out his looseness. Mm. I said this earlier in the year, I think one of the things I've seen in Ricky Stewart this year that really impressed me is that he will uh, commit to things publicly in regards to his players. So, you know, he he would come out and say, this was the problem with our defence tonight and this is what we're going to work on. Yep. And then you, you would see that being worked yeah. on and uh, and this was the, the problem tonight, tonight we had this lazy fucking <laughs> can't in our no, that, that he's come out and said yep Dave wants to come and train with us mm-hmm. and we will give him the opportunity to train with us yep uh, however 
he needs to impress us and he yep. needs to work his ass off and do this, this, this and this. Mm-hmm. Um, whether the NRL rubber stamps him or not, what... There's he? nothing that... No, no, like the... Uh, when he, he left of his own volition. Yeah, went over there was France. nothing to... However, in, in absentia, you know, they kind of put out those... The, the results of those cocaine things through the middle of this year, yeah, I think. that's right. And they came out real quiet and, you know, no one really got stung with anything too bad. Um, so no, I don't think there's any. There's not going to be a barrier to him being registered. I don't believe he's not like a Kieran Foran sort of character, or whatever. Yeah. He has to, you know, grovel and you know, you know, maybe, maybe come together. But um, like, you know, who fucking, who fucking knows what you do with the guy though? I mean, I, I tend to like the the Raiders forwards. Don't really think there's a need there to be. Honest. Yeah, look, there's there's plenty of size about them. They're they're all got a fair bit of mongrel in them, and that's yep. to me that's the only value that Dave Taller will ever offer to a team at this stage, is mm-hmm. run extremely fucking fast and hard, yep. Martin Lang style, straight into the cunt opposite you, yep. and do that for 20 minutes, and then I'm going to pull you off. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> There's some reward. The field. <laughs> is that a third party thing, or what? <laughs> no. It, says, it's known as the uh, Ricky Stewart motivational pause. Doesn't matter what happens with Dave Taylor's story, they can never take away that game in like the second last round of 2015 season where he's playing for the Titans <laughs> against the Dragons. The Dragons had to win the secure finals. <laughs> and he's just, he's dropped stuff. He started fights, scored two tries. Fucking <laughs> just, it was this, it was Dave Taylor in a nutshell. It was like 80 <laughs> minutes of pure Dave and uh, pure fat touchy. And, and he'll, he'll always have that. He's been um, practicing his, uh, his try celebrations and his flips. Yeah, <laughs> you'll need to improve on the flips. Yeah. Uh, T Rex is apparently now it's done. The deal is done. He's going to Cronulla <laughs> because uh, the, after after when you win the premiership, it's really difficult to repeat in, in this in this modern climate. It's difficult to get to two grand finals in a row, let alone win them. So what Cronulla have done is give themselves a pre-made excuse. <laughs> what they've done is, give, is given up on that lofty goal already. <laughs> and uh, yes, Tony is apparently Flano is the guy that is. Uh, he didn't didn't even know that players were fucking you know doping themselves up like Dorian Yates. So, <laughs> but he's gonna he's gonna be the guy to straighten T Rex out. So, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I'm loving this. This poor, poor Mac. Why don't make an don't make an incognito account next year to try and challenge for the Gronk? Just do. It. You've you've signalled your intentions. Put your name on it and fucking get in there, son. Unless you own and operate a small business in a country town that has Paul Mac in the business name somewhere. <laughs> he's on. He's on the. He's on win on the commercials. Like, you can buy a tractor for me. <laughs> a local orphan committed suicide today. <laughs> yeah. No. From Paul Mac seventy eight tractors. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Bird, Greg Bird, has uh, we we would have mentioned this, but I remember a conversation I had with um, sources, and then uh, Greg Bird went to ask for went to Neil Henry to ask for a, a pay rise at Titans. Neil Henry said, "Look, I'm not the right guy to ask you. You need to take that to the administration." Yep. However, if they would ask me what I thought about that topic. I'd tell them to tell you to fuck them, to fuck you off, and so uh, pretty much in in you know that kind of you know language, and so that's ultimately happened. He's negotiated a five year deal with uh, Catalan. He's getting like two point seven something million dollars over five years. I believe it's is it it's three years of playing and two years as a coach. I don't understand what he's got to offer as a coach. He hasn't really displayed any. I mean, I under I can see what he would have to offer 
as it's a really bad example because Ben Kennedy is a god. And, um, but when he came down to sort of Ben Kennedy came down for like you know a short time to Manly, yep. and he was a guy that that taught Watmo you know how to play hard, and you know a couple of the young guys brought them up, and then he retired, yeah. and then that carried on. I think Greg Bird could probably lead by example and teach you know younger players to to you know be absolute fucking animals. But you'd want to you'd want to keep him under lock and key at night time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. while while he does play a very a very tough and and hard brand of football on field, it's thing it's it's thing after thing. It's it's cocaine shit. There's you know the shit with his missus. There's the shit at the wedding or the Bucks night or whatever yep. it was at the pub. The very next weekend there was another fucking thing. Yep. And even if it's not entirely his fault, like he's trying to break up a fight or whatever, he clearly is missing that gene or that fucking that switch in his brain that says you can't do that stuff because it's going to look bad for you because this is who yeah. you are and this is yeah. your media profile and so forth and your history and things like that. Clubs don't want to deal with that shit. Look, so look, I was I was told by um by somebody who uh, is, is you know, probably fairly fairly in the know when it comes to the Titans. That when a couple of times people have seen Greg Bird yep. in real life. Yep. Um, and and they always comment, "Geez, he he looks like he was in a fight last night. Like he he looks like he has just woken up and stumbled out of bed <laughs> after being at the pub. Yeah. And being in a biff all night. Like you know that." That puffy face, yeah, you yeah. red in the ears of it, yeah. and people are like, yeah, well, he probably was. It, <laughs> like it's just, it's so ingrained in him. Well, that abrasion's not from a fight. It's basically from using the gutter as a pillow. Yeah. It, um, mm, fuck, he's in France. Yep. Well, I mean, that's that's the that's the one positive. I mean, they're not really known for drinking wine over in France, so yeah, should no. be safe from glass. He's missed over there. <laughs> <laughs> the little stems can't do much damage. <laughs> now we've got a situation with the para stuff starting to blow up again. Yep. And uh, I, you know, you, earlier in the season you didn't think it'd come, it'd come down to this really, but it's police and, the, and their task force was it like strike force rhodium. No, no, the, sh- I didn't, the shitty, the shitty mineral. I didn't think the ATO would get involved. And so the police have raided player agents. They've named Beavis, Sam Ayub, um, a couple others as well, I think, and uh, Mimis and Sutton also also targeted, and so they've basically done their offices and their homes, and uh, they do homes as well. Yeah, apparently homes mm-hmm. as well, uh, and it's basically just jumping in just to, just to seize documents. I can't imagine that these guys would <laughs> would have documents, <laughs> and if they did, surely I mean they've had like a good four or five months since the shit's hit the fan to shred everything. That's what yeah. I said. It, I mean they've got to be. Dumb fucking ultimate dumb criminal, and this is these are guys that were heavily involved in the in the situation with the the storm contracts and yeah, just and by go, size of operation and, and going back to the bulldogs back yep. in there, you know. So these are these are player managers that have been involved in the shit all the time, yeah. And um, and so they should they, by this stage they're veterans at breaking the rules and probably not leaving a trail. I, yeah, look, here's the thing though. They are all sort of that. What are they like? Mid to late fifties, yeah. early sixties. Yep. Cunts who probably think pressing delete on an email erases it forever. <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me if there is some. Um, and when they go to a website and it's got a thing, you know, click on the monkey, you hit the monkey. <laughs> they actually click that because <laughs> I mean, the internet told me to. Well, I love this internet. Four free iPhone sevens, and my penis is going to grow. A, that, that monkey thing is actually I'm not that's that's not even a clever joke. That's literally what I had to deal with with my my father about you know a decade you know back in the burgeoning you know yeah. the, when he was first on you know hitting the internet yeah. because 
because he was going to like all the shady sites because I'd teach him, you know, to hit up the torrents and everything like that. Yeah, so yeah. he's seeing all these bullshit, like the, the worst of the worst banner ads and everything that you can get, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, you know, and this is back when the day wow. when, I knew, when I knew what PCs were before I switched to Mac. But, and this is, you know, and he's get you know, and why is my shit riddled with viruses? Fucking why indeed? I don't know. I've got no idea how you possibly could have got your, your fucking computer riddled yeah, with viruses. No, that's. Uh- that's horrible. So, look, I, I really hope they do find something. Um, I still don't think the ATO will get involved. Well, yeah. If if there are criminal prosecutions. Yeah, it's interesting to see. I mean, but at this stage as well, with how many times do these managers need to be involved in a cheating thing where they're complicit or, you know, something yeah. before they get, like, deregistered for life? Because I'm sure that there are yeah. other up-and-coming go-getter managers that would love a bigger piece of the pie. Fucking we should do that. If, Fuck yeah, give me a mate. Oh, I, t- I could sell Benji to f- oh my god, yeah, six hundred thousand dollars a year, exactly plus TPA, exactly in Brisbane. So we're talking like thrice that. You know what? I've seen ballers. And I want twenty percent. You can be the rock, <laughs> and I'll be the weird little white guy who trails around <laughs> after him, who always seems to end up with the hot chicks. Have you seen ballers? I've not seen a single fucking minute of ballers, my mm. friend. Yeah, you should watch ballers. Is it worth watching? Yeah. I was, I've, I've been burning through a lot of fucking shows lately while I work. So. Well, when, when I became an NFL fan, yep. I watched that because it's about NFL players. Oh, is it? Pretend once. Oh, fuck. So it's like a, is it, is it like a, like a Jerry Maguire sort the of situation? The Dolphins are good. Oh, okay. So it's a total fabrication. Yeah. Of fucking, oh, it's, See that? Bull- I, just made a, I just made a fucking NFL funny. Yeah, what a, yeah, what a bullshit show that is. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins being good. Oh, fuck out of here. Um, and oh, here we go. We got another anonymous. Identify yourself, anonymous one two five one. So <laughs> let's just have meetings. I don't have Twitter. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, crooked Nate. Hey, fuck you, mad dog. That's Mup's thing. Or unless, oh, his Mup was right along. Maybe is 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 Mup in here as Mad Dog? Oh, fucking yeah. See, Cruzy, your fucking stepdad's not so bad now when he's into all the dope shit that you kids is watching, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's down yeah like your um, fucking real dad making you watch reruns of Jag listen to Counting Crows on fucking loop <laughs> all two songs are theirs so Mr. Jones and that other one that's a cover <laughs> oh and then the one of Shrek <laughs> yeah awesome songwriting um now <laughs> the Four Nations just quickly I just want to touch on the Four Nations um they're kicking off uh, at the end of the month on the 29th. Uh, we're getting the first the first round of games kick off. Um, and then they go through like, you know, weekly after that point. Well, with- hang on, just to interrupt. Yes. Mickey sorry. T. Yes. Safe Travels brother. He's off to Malta for the weekend. Cool. Do do lots of do lots of uh, of, of stuff that you, you that you like to do in Malta. Yeah. You buy Maltesers there. Ooh. Nice. Drink one. malted milkshakes. Nice, nice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Enjoy, sir. Um, European fucking baller going around just enjoying that shit. You know, you can just flip around and just you know, yeah, so yeah. quick to get a fucking A to B and, yeah. uh, and you know do weekends and places and things like that. He's loving it. Um, <laughs> nice one, Gregson. Um, and then finally, the final is on the twenty first of November, uh, where it'll be Stray versus somebody. Now. <clears throat> Did you watch the game over in Perth between Australia and New Zealand? I did. Australia was surprisingly good, I thought. Especially that left the left hand side was just fucking clicking. Yeah. Greg Inglis was actually playing 
Like he gave a shit. Yes, he for was. For the first time in the two thousand and ten plus era. Uh, it's it's quite it was quite amazing. I thought after um, the birth of his insert number here child, I'm sure I saw a, a, a quote with him where he said something like uh, talked about his other child, like as if the, as a singular, like so the new child, the other one. Yeah. No mention for fucking Greg the Hidden. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't count. He's not a child. Not yeah. Is he not a child too? Yeah, it's just it's fucking horrible. Well, maybe not. Maybe Greg Dean's 38 years old. I don't fucking know. But, um, <laughs> Who knows when he had him? But yeah. Um, yeah. look, yeah, look, yeah, Australia, okay. I, I thought how about Fabian Bullard or Shannon Boyd? He's <laughs> <laughs> um, like that fat cunt that played for the Waratahs in the rugby. <laughs> I, I thought New Zealand did did exactly what they had to not do in yeah. in having so many mistakes and ill discipline. They were just fucking hopeless. If they, Sean sure, Johnson's still hopeless. Yeah, but if they could have controlled the ball, yeah then they would have just beaten Australia with size. If they could have controlled the football. Or if they even tried to, though. Yeah. Like, they didn't it, even... Like, it wasn't... They didn't even... That wasn't even what they were really trying. I think Australia was, stood up pretty well, actually. There was no intent. Yep. Zero. Um, there was... But, uh, yeah, look, the, obviously the kangaroos can only get better. Yep. Um, once the Once the left wing gets the actual best winger in the country back on it. Uh, who was away getting married? Yeah, where's the commitment there? Should be fucking stamped. Never to represent. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he had some advice from his uh, from his Merrin mentor who said, fucking lock that down because you could get injured at any moment and this could all go away. <laughs> um, but no, once Mansour comes back, it'll be 100 nil. And uh, Scotland, uh, the minnow, the fourth. I'm not sure when the fourth had to be had to be a minnow. Probably because there's only three good teams in the international rugby league. But uh, this yeah. time we, they got a, a fairly decent Australian flavour, though. And I think that you may have a soft spot for Scotland. Our old mate Aiken. Well, Aiken, but your old mate, your new mate, your best mate, your fucking love child, bum chum, fucking sun and stars, moon of your life, Lachlan Coote. You thought I was going to say Roy Cross-Jason, but it was actually Roy. <laughs> but he plays for whatever country puts together fucking stupid last names like Cross-Jason. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chechnya. Um, <laughs> see him, look forward to the World Cup. Um, Lockie Coote, Luke Douglas, Cam yep. Linnett, Ewan Aiken. Yep. Are uh, inside, and then you've got you know, a, couple of, a couple of Super League guys, and of course uh, Danny Bruff being, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> Man of Steel and a you know, great player and languishing in, in a minnow the whole time and you know being so full of his own Scottishness that he refused to play for the uh, the English side. I predict it. Um, oh, look, I think the the obvious um, handicap to those sort of countries is that they don't play enough together. Yep. You see it in Queensland State of Origin. Um, those players all know each other. They've played enough together. They click instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, you see it in New Zealand after longer series. Yep. The longer they get to play together, the better they are. Um, the the Scottish players, I think, will be there to form an opposed session. Um, but you know, the the best thing for them is it might uh, ignite a little bit of national pride. Hopefully, Scotland's happy to just participate. They should just be watching fucking Braveheart and Train Spotting. That's a that's a video sessions. Yeah, fucking earth. Just fire up. Like if I was Scotland, I'd, paint the faces blue. I'd go out. Yeah, I'd paint the faces. I'd go out to play in kilts. And I'm sorry to see you keep talking. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just having a look at the the chat room here to see if anyone's fucking. Uh... Who got here? I knew. <laughs> <laughs> who is uh, who's who's nine zero three seven? I don't know who the fuck that is. 
These anonymous people are, are absolute fucking pains in the balls. Oh, that's Mup. Guarantee oh, that's fucking oh, is Mup. It? Is it? Yeah. Well, he hasn't said Crooked Nate, or he has, he's still going with that Alex Jones. Oh, shit. hashtag rigged. Uh, that's the only yeah. reason I'm thinking that. Yeah, ref's fault, ref's fault. Yeah. Um, so, look, you know, I'm, I'm looking for. It's going to be fantastic to be able to watch Rugby League almost until the end of November, <laughs> even though it's only, like, you know, a couple of games a week. For, still, look, I, nothing. You know, I, I didn't realise after the grand final. Um, your brain the, has switched off rugby league, right? The, the crushing damage to my internal organs and certain <laughs> glands in my brain. Um, <laughs> yeah, Septums. <laughs> I was happy to to leave off for a bit. But sitting down, um, I, I realised how much I'd, I'd missed the footy. Yeah. And and it was especially watching it with my eldest because um, it reignited something in him. We hadn't been out to the park to kick the footy around you know, since okay. the week before the grand final. Yeah. Uh, so I think the more rugby league that's that's on and, and around, the the more young kids are going to want to get out and play, the better it is. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. And don't forget, we've got to have the pro football as well. The, the NFL app as well. That's the one we've got to push now because NFL, you picked the Giants as your team. Yeah, I know. But apparently there's their kicker is a bit of a Robert Louis. And... Wow, we think the the NRL has problems in terms of the acceptance yeah. and redemption and everything attached to domestic violence. The the Giants, I'm sure, so they released a statement somewhere along the the line of like, yeah, we we're aware of his um, you know, we, he he told us he told us it's like there was no like we're punishing him or you know, yeah. it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, you get suspended more for more games for mm. having balls deflated than That's you right, do for yeah, domestic violence well. and things like that. Um, so I'm I'm really thinking of withdrawing my support for the Giants in protest. And meanwhile, my side, back to back, beat the two Super Bowl sides from last last season, and took the Seahawks. They lost by two to the Seahawks at the Seahawks ground, which is one of the the notoriously difficult away games that you can possibly have. And they were leading. They they were down by a bit, and they came back and got the lead, and they only just lost at the death too. So yeah. Um, Good season for my boys, the Atlanta Falcons, so I hope they can keep that going. But uh, no, definitely download the app, whether you're a veteran, and that's a, the the best example of it. Like, you're a fucking old school yep. NFL fan from way back. Since Don Lane taught me the game on yeah. ABC late on Tuesday nights at like 11.30pm. Like, my experience with NFL was basically Terry Tate off as linebacker. That's still dope as fuck, um, And Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for for OGs and noobs alike... It offers something for everybody, so jump on. Yep, yep. Now, um, I had a tweet from someone, I'm underscore A underscore bird, B-E-R-D. Don't think we've ever been tweeted by this character. Uh, it's our good advice on the Sportsmate, Sportsmate app, guys. Thanks. Nice work. And he's, he's Twitter name, like that was his handle, but then, you know, you've got your username or your display name. Yeah. Back on the market. So, ladies. Oh. If you're looking, you know, if you're looking... You know, and and one of your criteria for a sexual partner is has Sportsmate app installed on device. That is absolutely fucking fantastic. Maybe you know you want to you know scroll through some stats, 
Or you can, you can like well, like on like on League Live, you can do the, you know do the players like stats versus stats. Then yeah, you know, pick your two, That's pick it. your guys, and whoever wins gets to be on top. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, if you can't get it up, you can say flag on the play. <laughs> and um, and so underscore pwned or tweeted us as well and said love the pro football app better than the NFL's own one. Nice. Now we just need, need NBA, NHL, and MLB, and we'll be set. So there you go, boys. Get coding and um, but you know, high praise indeed to be better than the NFL's own app. Yeah, fantastic. And um, I don't have any, I mean, there's no real stats to speak of. No, there's no real stats this week, um, but keep your, your league life handy over the representative season. Um, it, it is just as good quality for those games as it was for the NRL season. I sat down after the, um, the Australia-New Zealand game yep. and had a, uh, a little bit of a, a stat fap on to... Uh, <laughs> Or what went on there? So just yeah, because everyone thinks that that <coughs> stats thing is like a joke. No, no, no. Um, but you know, look, you, it's really easy to get on there and compare stuff like, okay, well, what did Kevin Proctor do in this game? Yeah. Uh, as opposed to what he was doing week in, week out for the Melbourne Storm. You know, he scored a try that was very, very similar. Yeah. But what was his input like? Um, things like that. So if stats are your thing, keep it handy. Sure, and uh, just search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play, and all their apps are going to come up. And so. Quite frankly, download the fucking lot of them. You're bound to be in them. Now I've neglected. I've got. I've got a shot of this uh, crystal skull vodka here. You're sipping yours. Oh, there's a little bit in the bottom. Oh, go. Okay. Right. <sighs> oh. <sighs> that burns too. Mm. It burns like, like, like the crystal. The crystal fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs> like it burns like I'm inside a fridge <laughs> to save me from a nuclear blast. That's the kind of burns I'm feeling right now. But on the inside. <laughs> This is the next sequel. Like it's like, like In, it's, Indiana like it's, Jones and the unclean pickup date. <laughs> now, Twillies time, bitches. All right, it is the seventh year that we've done the Twillies. Do we need least. another beer before we? Um, yeah, I tell you what. You start. You talk. I'll go get a beer. I'll be right back. <sighs> Lovely. So the Twillies. Um, yeah, obviously, everything else is uh, is rigged. Um, the fucking NRL Players Association and their agendas against fucking rightful rookies of the year. Um, the Dally M's and their desire to fucking split medals and, and deny props of the year, Ryan James, from their uh, their rightful Knights of Glory. Um, the Twillies are the only, only awards that are directly controlled by the fans. So we haven't seen any of these results. No, we have not. The uh, all results compiled by the unsung first lady of Twill Nation. Our uh, our official accounting partners it's, of uh, of Twill Nation. Yes, excuse me, I just need to finish this first piece. Keep talking. But uh, feel free talking, to debate your selections <laughs> in the chat room because <laughs> just like any other election that's ever happened over the last 12, 18 months. Everyone's opinion is right, and no one's allowed to have any other opinion on the subject. And if they do, they're fucking stupid or should go and fucking end themselves. But you get this situation, like, you get with the Dally M's, and it's like, they go dark. And you're like, what the fuck? Who knows what sort of vote manipulation's going on at that stage? Oh, hang on. Who's involved in the Dally M voting board? Could it have been a, a, jur- a journalist... Oh that had fucking very close relationships with an ex-brothel owner mm-hmm. named after a certain part of a woman's shoe? Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, though. 
how many whores do you think fucking Buzz Rothfield got his way through with his mate Eddie? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. If I had paid good money to attend, what's, it called, what's the place called? Stilettos, or right? yeah. yeah. If I if I'd paid good money to, to be have myself serviced by the, the, the lovely, I'm sure lovely ladies of Stilettos, yeah. past, and, past and whatever... I don't... Who wants to be stirring Buzz Rothfield's porridge? Is there going to be a class action? You would have been safe. I think you would have been safe because I can imagine a lovely young lady, you know, trying to put herself through school. Daddy ran away when she was young, didn't know no male attention, walks out of the VIP room, picking fucking corn out of her teeth after she's just taken a Cleveland steamer from some (laughs) Sydney businessman. She gets into a room and sees Buzz Rothfield and she says, no, I've got standards. <laughs> I told you. No kids, no animals, and Buzz. Yep. Now, So, probably safe. Now, the way the way these awards are going to work is uh, we'll, just, we'll go one, you know, we'll trade, we'll trade off uh, saying you've got your pile in front of you. Yep. So, the first award is for the team of the year, uh, fullback position. Mm. And with no further ado, the winner... With 44.71% of the vote. Ooh. Very comfortable victory, in fact, because uh, the second place got 17.79. Third place, 17.31. Wow. So a bit of a battle there in the minor placings, but the winner of the fullback of the year, or the fullback in our team of the year, hot sauce, James Tedesco. Wow, well done. Second place, Ben Barber, narrowly over Darius. Fluffy. Yeah, nice work. Congratulations, Teddy. Checks in the mail. Now, for team of the year for winger, we'll. Uh, <laughs> Look at someone saying Moylan. <laughs> he didn't even get the top three anyway. He was a guy. He was an option, wasn't he? I'm sure he was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely was. He, he covers so many positions. You can't expect him to. Oh, he split the boat. Is that what you say? One. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll go from uh, third up. So, in third place for winger of the year. Well, we got two, so I guess the first two are the two of our team wingers, right? The team of the year is or just the best winger of the year. I I I say team. We give them both of them on there. Okay, fair but, enough. But but it does need to be said who the, who oh, the yeah. winner is, and you know. So uh, in in third place, at just over fifteen percent, was Beard Power Josh Mansour. Uh, in second place. With 17.79% or 100% of K's votes was Valentine Holmes. Leaving first place with a 42.31% win, uh, Jordan Rapana is the Twilly winger of the year. Actually, that's fairly... I think that's a fairly predictable result yep. I mean, you know, with Rapana. Yeah. I thought maybe Mansour could have been a chance... Over homes, but I guess the uh, the influx of Sharkies fans we've had, uh, you know, due to the fact that they don't lose as much, yeah, has uh, has bolstered his vote. Yep. So, uh, <laughs> if it, and, and some of the, if it, if it ain't losers have meetings, if it ain't Mr. Mansour, I'm going to neck myself. <laughs> Rest in peace, losers have meetings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so, and given there are two wingers in the side, so uh, Very special K. Is he gone? Valentine and is he is he really is he bailed out? Oh, he may have bailed out. Jeez, I tell you what, we may have to um, switch the switch the result if he's he, if he's, he's lucky enough to win. You know what? He's yep. a, he's as long standing as Cronulla's success will be. 
Yeah, I was going to say he'll be out. Fucking yeah. fleeting. He'll stop tweeting. He'll stop tweeting. He's coming. Valentine <laughs> Holmes by like round fifteen. Team of the year centre this year. Forty-eight point five six percent to the winner, and his partner got thirty point two nine percent, and with third place way back on ten point one percent. So the person who missed out narrowly, well, actually by a fucking long way, Jack Bird. Our wingers, the one with the most votes. Handsome win to Joseph Leilua. Yes, well-deserved. BJ Joey Jojo has a... Uh, what redemption? And his partner in the centres is his partner in the centres, Jared well, Brucker. <laughs> so the uh, the centres of the year are... Uh, the Raiders centres. JC and Jojo. Yeah. And they <laughs> <laughs> How do you want it? Yeah, so... I can, Im- I can imagine Croker singing that song. <laughs> For someone like you, and I chip through, and then I finally ground you. <laughs> was saying, no sound. What's happening? Oh, no sound. People oh, love his ads. Hodges, yes. No, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe you're getting your Cadbury ad. I go, oh, shut the fuck up, Jay. What's that? K is a soft cock of the year. K is true rock. K is a bum. K is all of those things <laughs> for not for for bailing out. Unbelievable. I wasn't paying attention to the chat room enough, but geez, he's talked up a good game, and then he's. Gonski. Okay. Yeah. So you're up. What do you got? Okay, we have uh for the Tool Nation team of the year five eighth. Ooh. In uh third position with just over eleven percent of the vote was Blake Austin the Techno Viking. Okay. Which is a fucking good result for him considering the well, injury time. He, yeah, I thought he may have probably been last on the ballot for the for yeah. The, yeah, okay. Um, at 19.23 is Catfish himself, Anthony Hoovernose Milford, <laughs> leaving in first place, and it was always going to happen, with over half at 52%, James Maloney. Fairly landslide well there. Well done. Well done, sir. And obviously, it's, a, it's very easy. <laughs> Dylan Walker's a smoking. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, handsome white Jesus. You may be handsome white Jesus, but you're not the smartest white Jesus. Now, uh, <laughs> please make Stap Dad giggle. Lynn Shields, you're drunk. Okay, look at everyone. Milf, milf. No, not milf. Not catfish. No. Okay, so next. No, cart, cart right. See, losers have me. Cartwright can't as well. Split the positions. Yeah, exactly. Is he a forward? Is he a five-eighth? No one knows. What number does the position offloader <laughs> come with? <laughs> now, the next award goes to... Uh, it's our team of the year halfback. Oh, This one should be dominant, but I guess we'll find out. Ooh la, okay. In third place, with 12.02% of the vote, Nathan Cleary. Fucking as he should be. It's a sensational run in his rookie season. Many, many percent ahead of him in second place with 26.44% of the vote. Cooper Cronk. And uh, the hay was just too much burned, I think, because with 45.67% of the vote, JT yep. does it again. Yeah. Personally, would you, would I, think, I, think picked... Cron- I would have thought Cronk maybe would have got JT this year, but... Yeah, I think... Well, there's a lot, lot to be said for brand awareness, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Thurston traded a lot on his history this year. Mm-hmm. And if you I remember, agree. to cut to a very early episode, we oh, both agreed... Fuck's sake, hunt. Idiots. <laughs> um, we both agreed yeah. that Thurston 
had lost a bit of the drive. Yep. He'd gotten the premiership for the Cowboys, and there wasn't... Like, the fire was in the belly, but, but it was dampened a little bit, so... All right. But it was still enough for you fucking degenerates out there. Tool Nation Team of the Year, lock. Fucking Penny's coming in third a lot. Um, the man batting more more above his weight than anyone in the country. In third place, Trent Merrin with a measly 4%. <laughs> wow. I suspect the winner of this one has got a sizable chunk of the vote. Ooh. Um, in second place is Tommy Tebow's less cryish brother, Jake. Um, was he called up as a development player to the Aussies? Not sure if it was development, wasn't it? I think he just, just called up. Yeah, like okay. he'll, get, he'll get a run, he'll play against Scotland and probably no one else, but <laughs> yeah, all good. Um, leaving in first place, no surprises there, Jason Tomalolo with 77% of the vote. What a fucking breakout season. I'll have to look through all of the past the past awards to see if there's a there, there was a, a larger winning margin. I'm sure there was, but that's pretty... That's fucking That's massive. pretty... That's up there. Yeah. That's up there. Okay, so moving along to the seventh award of the evening, and it is our team of the year second row, and I guess we've got to throw two of these out, right? So our second row is close to the minor placings. 13.46% mm. went to Elliot Whitehead. In third. Yeah, okay. I'll on eighteen point two seven percent, Josh Papali takes one of our positions. Uh-huh. But the winner on forty one point eight three percent, Frizzle Manizzle. Frizzle Manizzle. Tyson Frizzell. Congratulations, sir. Capping off a wonderful season and great great represented re- representative debut was, um, with a, a magnificent award. Was Cordner on that list? Look, I think I think he might have been, yeah. Cordner to lose out to Whitehead. Pro- well, the problem with Cordner is he didn't play for half the fucking season. And he plays for the Roosters. Yeah, who didn't yeah. perform that well as a side. So, yeah. He's also, in, in our vein of, you know, the world's somethingest something, mm. he is the fucking world's oldest young man. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that after the fucking test? Everyone's gone on about how he's he's a great young player and he's got a great future ahead yeah, of him. Yeah, young, but young Matt Moylan too. I mean, he's like like 39 or something. No, he's young. <laughs> he's, he's still young. like 25 or something, isn't he? He's, he's old enough. Yeah, in Penrith years. Yeah. Which is like 16 in normal people years. <laughs> uh, Twill Nation Team of the Year prop. <laughs> um, stealing a living in third position somehow is Aaron Woods at 10%. How'd he even get on the fucking ballot? That's what oh, I want to know. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, second place, well-deserved Jesse Bromwich. Twenty-seven percent. Yep, I thought he, he potentially could have even won. Leaving in first place. Oh yeah, the rightful Dahlia medalist of the year. I know who it is from the look on your face. Proper haircut, Ryan James. Congratulations! They couldn't. They they took the Dahlia away from him, but they couldn't take the twill. Couldn't take the twill. <laughs> see what a fucking proper haircut does for you. Get you. Get you won't see coffee. fucking Mitch Rain in any of those Hooker of the Year awards. <laughs> no, no, Cut. you will not. <laughs> For feeder, get the oh, fuck, fuck out of here, off. Maddie Lang. Maddie Marty Lang, Joel Clinton. Fucking oh, we got some sorts in the uh, chat room tonight. The team of the year hooker. I saw someone earlier say if Hojo doesn't get it, something something like you know some some bitching something. Yeah. Like. If Hojo doesn't win the best hooker, then this podcast should be shut down. Well. The future of the show <laughs> is on this, <laughs> and the uh, in third place. 
13.46%, probably someone who was, uh, who's, uh, I don't know, I can't remember because I don't remember what happened last week. But someone who's probably a past winner of this award, though. <laughs> Hooker of the year, Tiffany at Casablanca's Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> In third place, 13.46%, Cameron Smith. <laughs> In second place, on 23.56%, Mick Ennis. Yeah, well and the winner with a sizable, meaty 53.85% of the vote. Josh Hodgson. Yep. The podcast lives. Sensational. We remain on the air. <laughs> that, one, that one person on Twitter can't shut us down. <laughs> oh, sensational. It seems like the chat room is currently in a mode where it's like, we talk about a position that's going up for up for vote, and they just start naming all those many Reggie, Reggie players as I can, or players from the past as I can. Oh, here we go. Greg Kineski's got to run. Fucking hell. Okay, he's a dirty hooker. <laughs> Uh, team of the year interchange this will be, this will be interesting players. because I, I had a well and truly a joke option in here and I hope it won no damn it <laughs> fuck um, came second well that's alright that's a good result then so uh, in third place was the um, and that that's a, a decent outcome to be the replacement to the hooker of the year yep. and get interchange player of the year yeah, well done, good. Canberra. Uh, Kurt Baptiste with 14%. Nice. Number two for his services when leaving the field for interchange. <laughs> uh, Nate Miles. What percent? That's 28%. Not, that's a pretty good percentage. <laughs> uh, and the number one interchange player for the year, according to Tool Nation, with 32% was Sam Cassiano. Look, that's a fair result, but I'm happy that Nate Miles got within 4%. <laughs> Nate, you know what? If Nate Miles had kicked Corey Parker in the face, he probably would have won. <laughs> Beal. Fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, Kansas. Glenn Buttress. Here we go again. Yay, the pod lives. All right. <laughs> James Interchange. Stepdad. Well, you could have wrote that in, but you didn't, did you? Yeah. The 11th award of the night is the player of the year. And I can feel many, many pieces of paper here. So this was... Obviously, one that had a lot of write-in results. Wow! And I see hash marks on there. And um, where's the actual result? Here we go. Holy shit! This was close. Yeah. When I was saying on Twitter the last couple of days, make sure you get your vote in because every vote counts. This one was decided. Well, first and second was decided by one vote. Wow. Okay. So that's incredible. Okay. So I didn't vote. So can I vote now and fuck it up? No. Oh, okay. Now, just want to. Um, I'll, I'll just give a, a, a couple. A couple of the more well, not notable. Just a couple of the ones that I can see here that were that were offered as options. Didn't come close to winning. They got like you know one or two or three votes. Uh, Fafita got a couple. Jeff Robson got two. <laughs> Lewis Brown got one. Uh, Kirk Gidley got one. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Mick Ennis got a couple. Yep. Both the turbos did. Uh, the bunker got one vote. Uh, what else have we got here? Simon Mannering got one vote. Matt Lodge got a vote. Sam Bronco got one vote. Uh, Nathan Cleary got one. Greg the Hidden got one. <laughs> Drew Hutchinson got one. <laughs> now, other notable results here. Um, one vote for uh, Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> or as I see here, C asterisk asterisk T. Clearly a Trump voter slash supporter. Oh, you know what? That could um, be that could be applied to any player. One vote for I don't know. One vote for some Bronco. Um, and then I've got a note here that says it looks like the drinking started early for some. Uh, one vote for you, new dad, <laughs> as new dad. Uh, one vote for my son. 
<laughs> so that's tremendous. But now I get the real results. A very, very distant third, James Maloney for Player of the Year. Yep. Second place by one vote, Josh Hodson. With the winner being by one vote, Tom Lolo. Well, there you go. Well done, sir. Took out the Player of the Year. Sensational. Good stuff. All right. Moving right along, sir. To the coveted award. Well, okay, so rookie of the year. Okay, rookie of the year. So you're all fucking dead to me. Okay, so, so Cleary didn't win. Okay, we've, we've no, didn't even didn't even get in the fucking top three. I oh, know you didn't. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Whoops. Um, third place. You want to jump? Third third place was our uh, our mascot Goony Goo Goo. Yep. NRL's leading try scorer. The Storm at 11%. Um, Nathan Cleary on 31%. Okay, that's not too bad. Lost out to Ash Taylor at 38.46%. Uh, but because Nathan Cleary only played half a season, that mm-hmm. means that his percentage was actually 62%, making him the clear winner. There, uh, there, there is a little note here that says somebody did write, uh, Jay... Why the fuck was he not an option, you cunts? So that was very nice, whoever wrote that. Yeah, it was just the one person? It's <laughs> just the one person. <laughs> uh, then with another note um, from the First Lady of Tour Nation that says, I miss the English language, but this one is colourful like a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, well done, Ash Taylor, on your uh, win by default. Uh, however, Nathan Cleary is the Rookie of the Year asterisk. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. He couldn't actually quite crack the <laughs> crack it for the win. Next, first time we've done this award. I don't know why this is the first time we've done this award, but um, coach of the year. And uh, this year, the coach of the year, the third coach of the year, third mm. place, sixteen point eight three percent. Neil Henry. I thought yeah. he would have piled higher for getting uh, you know that Titans the, the lineup he had yeah. into the finals, but um, the um, twenty one point one five percent. Flano, Shane Flanagan. Yep. And so the winner doubled that, 45.67%. Yep. Ricky Stewart. I guess predictably, once, yeah. you've, once you've taken Neil Henry out of the occasion, Ricky Stewart, you know, yeah, probably the guy. It. So congratulations, Dickie. I mean, even Canberra, Canberra fans at the start of the season, there were tweets. They'd lost faith already. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he'd, well, he'd lost, a lot of, he'd lost a lot of faith just because of, you know, his past, you know, stints at yeah. clubs where he, yeah. he hadn't performed very well. Um well, do you do you remember when the um the the pitch tape for the NRL rookie came out with him on it? Yeah, yeah. Um, it it was fucking wildly panned, wildly, and, wildly panned. yeah. Wildly and basically, panned. it was thought, okay, well, he's preparing to get sacked. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but to his credit, he's uh he's put up the goods this year. He has, he has. Oh. As you as you pour the pour the drinks for the uh the the, the espresso patron into it. All right. Next, you're up, yeah? Didn't I just do Rookie of the Year? No, I did the coach. Yep. And clearly the alcohol is starting to take its toll. (laughs) (laughs) So, award number 14, Twill Episode of the Year. (sighs) 
and uh, I'll, I'll just put the note that was written on this. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't even want to know <laughs> what this was with a title like that. This is why you can't have nice things. <laughs> the winner of the Twill Nation episode of the year was episode 219, Serena, Serena Berger. Berger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tremendous, tremendous. And um, that's always such a weird one because per- me personally, I can't remember something that happened on an episode that was so incredible but you know I, I think it's often the title or you know something like that I mean so the only way that I can put them down is just by downloads and I mean that's not necessarily a you know a barometer of quality either. like just the, you know, the amount of episodes down I mean it was kind of you know, if that was the case the greatest music ever written would be you know like you know, Justin Bieber or something yeah that's it <laughs> it doesn't work that way but um yeah Serena Berger I'll have to uh, explain that one 15 is the grub act of the year so many to choose from. <laughs> and, uh, okay. So first I'm going to go through the ones that are, um, you know, the outliers and, you know, maybe the humorous ones. One of them was uh, Richie Sambora being booked for the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one wrote, unfortunately for you, replacing real dad. Oh, That hurts. Um, I suppose I would have just preferred listening to you all here. <laughs> And we've got a note here uh, from the admin saying, someone has a limited vocab and keeps answering most things as some bronco. <laughs> um, and someone else said the grab act of the year was Mup's social media presence. <laughs> so, cheers for that one, Mad Dog. Now, uh, after the can actual... We just, can we just get onto that? His whole Twitter handle of Occupy Duckburg. What about it? it? It's gone. It's not funny anymore. Yeah? It was mildly humorous. Well, what do you... Well, Fix what, your what, fucking Twitter career, Mup. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> there are rules to Twitter, don't you know? Yeah. There are so fucking I'm, rules. I'm actually, I'm surprised about the winner of this one. I thought I thought the one that came second would win, but yeah. So first, with 18.3%, 36%, Kieran Foran. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Second place, and this is the one I thought would win, 20.77% of the vote. Cameron Smith dropping the, the knee. knee on, yeah, on Croker's injury. Yeah. And so the winner, with 35.27%, which... Frankly, means it was quite a you know fairly well contested category. Andrew Fafita for everything <laughs> that he's done. <laughs> but I suspect that the main one would have been the the, the, the Loveridge thing. Yep. Yep. yep, yeah. I'll tell you what, didn't fucking earn himself any friends throwing his little fucking tanty. Yep. Cowboys robbing the Broncos of grand final glory. Yeah, that was last year, mate. Stepped out with the mute button. That's that is a good one. That was fucking great. <laughs> Hang on, who's who's DP one two three four five three? Double penetration. I don't know. I've no idea. Yeah. Explain yourself. Uh, Fafita is a nice man, you bastards. Oh, I'm sure he is. Oh yeah. Yeah. You send me the photos when you visited Charles Manson and Dave in jail, though. Fucking. Um. Okay. The You're Doing It Wrong Award for people or organisations making absolute cunts of themselves in public, in the media, or on social media. So, as media. opposed to being a grub, this is more as a, just, you know, doing being a bit silly. Just a fucking fail. Yep. Um, now, <laughs> he, he didn't feature in the top three, but we do have a lovely note here that says, a couple of people also really consistently hate Fafita. 
If I were him, I'd be hiring security. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excellent. Um, You know, this one I I think is a victim. Oh, look, not a victim, but uh, an example of of time and and things not not being as bad. Um, Mitchell Pearce, ranked third for the You're Doing It Wrong. Yeah, okay. For uh, for letting himself be filmed molesting an animal and, and pissing on a couch. Yes. Um, second place was Corey Norman. See, like, Corey Norman's movie was better than Cocktail. place for the You're Doing It Wrong Award was the Cronulla Sharks, their media team, and all of their fans for hashtag why not us at 20.87% of the vote. <laughs> did that one? Did that one? That one. Fantastic. Why not us? That is, that is my favourite result. Of yeah. the entire night. That, that, you can't mess with this night now. That's amazing. So any joy you felt from winning the grand final is now completely negated you, why not us? The hashtag why not us was a bigger fail is there than a... Mitchell Pierce. <laughs> that is just incredible. Um, is there not a baseball team that has that as well? Hey, is there a baseball team that has I've, that hashtag I've, as I've, well? I've, I've no idea. Because that's fucking horrible if they've copied the Sharks. I get an NRL Digi team being lazy and going, they do this in American sport, we're going to do it, a la Rally Towel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But if that baseball team's seen it and gone, fuck, that's great. America, fix your Twitter life. Exactly. Exactly. Now, the next one, the First Lady. Seems to be a bit of, bit of a, a lot of congestion about this one early in the chat room too. So it's a, it's very, it's a hotly contested one, I would suspect. And uh, what have we got? Um... <laughs> All right. So first, let's go through the through the the outliers. <laughs> there was one vote for the Penrith cheerleader with the big tits. You quote. Oi, <laughs> oi, 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 oi. <laughs> Speak about the girls like that. <laughs> Why would you say like the the Penrith cheerleader in in the the faux leather? Like <laughs> the same thing. Hey, why not just say the Penrith cheerleader, who's an independent woman, you know, gaining a professional qualification at university. Sexist cunts. <laughs> hope, S- so- hope Solo got a vote. SJW forever. <laughs> hope Solo with a vote. Michelle Obama got a vote. <laughs> um, Wally Frogmore got a vote. Kieran Foran with a vote. Hillary Clinton with a vote. Um, Mario Siegs with a vote. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Serena and her burger. Uh, Candace Fowles on Glenn Blakely. Oh, really? He got a vote. Um, the Canterbury CEO got a vote. <laughs> Um, Claire Simo for all her campaigning unfortunately only got a vote for herself one vote um, Yvonne Sampson she got a couple uh, Sexy Bethany you didn't win but you did get two votes so there you go one would be yours I'm sure one for each nut some guy's wife <laughs> I presume that's a some bronco guy <laughs> um, and now I just need to check the margins on this on this thing here because um, there's a vote there. no it, was a, it, was, it wasn't a landslide but it was fairly convincing and the winner in th- well in third place Oh, sorry, I've got sorry, I've got extra things here. The the, the uh, smack my smack my head nominee, um, Serena Serena and her burger, multiple votes. 
Trump nominee, Pandra Cheerley with big tits. Honorable mentions, Glenn Jay and uh, and and me. What really? Multiple votes for each. There you go. I can see I can see votes for Nat, oh. but um, that's not the same person. That's Nat Sinclair, sir. Um, and the underrated award, your lovely wives. Now for the real winners. Third, um, and I don't have percentages on these because these were these were tallies. Um, Mel. Mel Star 001 and I've got PS I saw Twitter on Grand Final Day I'm watching this one and an angry <laughs> angry face <sighs> two tater chips and the winner and the defending champion I think so it's a repeat for Lynn Shields congratulations hey, well done well done Lynn she's a, a tough category and she's managed to repeat so she's building a dynasty of the yeah. first lady of Twilight. I mean, it's you know, it's certainly certainly cemented now. You know what, Claire? Start your yeah. campaigning a bit earlier next year. Yeah, probably need to need to do it before the week of. Yeah. Thing is, Claire. Also, you did say you were coming to El Loco, and I think so. That was valuable networking time. That was where that could have grabbed you at least the podium. Yeah. You know. So. Nice. Live and learn, though. So, the. This week in league, fan rookie of the year. Wow, there you go. In third place, and I don't know if he's in the chat room. I haven't seen him there. He might be a non. Um, and he's liked a couple of tweets since El Loco, so I think he's okay. Yep. Is uh, the Twill Nation punching bag. Life is a thigh day. In second place... Storming onto the scene um, after a almost incomprehensible start, started to regain some uh, some sanity and, and lucidity to his tweets. But uh, well done in second place, Giannis, leaving the 2016 Twill Rookie of the Year with 47% sports mate. Whoa, Gordon. There you go, and I hope, he's, he's, I hope he's still in there, to, in there to collect his award. He is. So, uh, so Gordon, I mean, I know the stream is a little bit behind our, uh, you know, what we're saying right now. You're probably in you know, a couple of minutes behind. So, uh, but Gordon, I think you need to get in the chat room now. You're still in there. Gordon and, uh, Gecko. I, I want to hear uh, speech, speech, speech. Speaking of behind, you're a shot behind. Oh, fucking when did you do that? When you were talking about something. Okay, well, cool. Well, I go, I'm going to have another shot of this um, delicious... <laughs> Delicious espresso. Now it's starting to taste like it did at El Loco. Is it? Nice. Yeah. Ah, that's good shots. Mm. Award number 19, and this is a long-awaited award of the night. And uh, Sharkman 05 Memorial <laughs> Gronk of the Year. Hotly contested, I'm sure. Hot, more hotly contested than I would have anticipated. Wow! In third place, twenty-four point four six percent of the vote, Wally Frogmore. Yeah. In second place, and this is probably a, a real burn on Frogmore. Twenty-seven point seven two percent of the vote, Saguna. My Saguna eighty-five. Yeah, okay. and that's really just through incessant use of emojis. Yep. So he's got he's definitely got his lane, mm-hmm. and he he dominates that lane. Yeah, he knows what he's good at. And the winner of Gronk of the Year, with 47.83% of the vote, Special K Online. Congratulations, sir. Very well, very well deserved. His, his whole season was, was 
pretty good. But his except postseason, for the, except for the tweet in February where he said he wasn't going to go for Gronk, it's yeah. not really in him. Yeah, he wasn't really in. <laughs> but oh man, his tweet, his his tweet, tweet game during the finals mm. and post grand final have just been absolutely superb. I wonder if he's figured out a way to um to reconcile his feelings of the fact that Val came out in support of the people of Thailand. Hmm. That's got to be conflicting. Oh, yeah, well, it would be, given that he's, uh, he's pretty much started a, a race war with the Thais on Twitter over the death of their king. It will basically be like Donald Trump getting blown by Obama and enjoying it. <laughs> yes. Now, um, your turn, man. Hang on, there we are, sports mate, sports mate. Excellent. Yep. yep. Everyone's loving sports, mate. They've got to be on to accept. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Justice for Janus. <laughs> Just sweet Janus. I'll rise with Janus. Why not Janus? Sports, mate. Good stats. Oh, you guys are loving it. Uh. <laughs> Why doesn't he come and accept his award? I'll accept it for him. <laughs> oh, unlucky, unlucky, unlucky. Yeah, sensational. Radio, award number 20. The Twill Superfan of the Year Award. Okay, four. Number four, coming in, and this one was very, very close as well, all within a couple of percentages of each other. Um, fourth place, Earthboy75 for okay. services to uh, Tool Merch. Yep. Um, coming in at third place was Maisaguna. Fair enough. Which, uh, in a year devoid of, of any but one new story that we haven't heard yet. I really wish he had, had given us that story. Yeah. To run with tonight because it would have just been, a, it just would have capped everything off nicely. Second place. Well done, son, for uh, international relations in Southeast Asia. Mr. Wars, but with a 2% win. Wow. Okay. For, uh, for again, services to Twilmerch. Aussie Blackwell is the 2016 This Weekend League Super Fan of the Year. Not a year goes by where Chris hasn't. It seems to be every single year he gets in the Telegraph or some, or on TV in the midst of like the flag and banner waving section of the Dragons yep. fans with the with the scarf or the ref bolt scarf or you know some, some of the merchandise. So congratulations, sir! And this year, he, in fact, he, you know he got on the front page. I think um, so. Congratulations! So that's it. We got one more award, the big one, and uh, give us a pause a shot while I'm opening this up and. Uh, well, there was a few people upset. There's a note here that there were a few people upset that there was no X Factor in the list for Revelation. Oh, well, those few people can go fuck themselves. So let's get on to the actual winning votes. Mm. Third place for the Revelation of the 2016 NRL season is Post Farah Mitch Moses with 16... Point nine one percent of the I vote. I see that. I see that. In second place, with twenty one point seven four percent of the vote, was Joseph slash BJ slash Joey Leilua. Mm-hmm. Very revelatory, I think, given the fucking breakout season. Given given the like yeah the way he, the way he left East didn't do a hell of a lot at the Knights yeah. wasn't and you know okay thirty eight point six five percent the winner got decent haul yep over a third of the vote. The revelation of the 2016 NRL season. Stepdad. <laughs> Did you put that on there? You can't. 
there you go. You're too kind, Twill Nation. You're too kind. So that puts the real dad talk to bed forever. I mean, you have you have awarded stepdad the highest the highest possible vote, the highest honour that I've, we have. I've done what Lottie Takiri couldn't. <laughs> And if that's if that's not a, an absolute nail <laughs> in, in the coffin, then uh, yeah, Hutcho, no, Lachlan Moranta, no, Milford, no, 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 no. Now let's see what the reactions in the chat room of this one. Giannis Mateus has got he's in there in the chat room twice, so that's interesting. Um, uh, bring back real dad. Um, that's unfortunate for you, Dragon Punk. Um, <laughs> feminine penis is out for stepdad. <laughs> and uh, oh, look at this! Oh, I love oh. Love you, Daddy. <laughs> Will you guys meetings. be going for a Beck Wilson Memorial drink and drive later on? <laughs> no, no, we will not. So I was almost going to ride my bike here. Yeah, that's and, fucking crazy. And park it and come back and pick it up tomorrow. Do you mean like a pushy or a... No, a motorbike. A motorbike. And, <laughs> and so I've gone to get it. And my wife just looked at me and she said, now you make bad decisions when you drink. What are you doing? <laughs> you would have made the decision just to drive, <laughs> just drive back home. I'll be right. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, yeah. Luckily for you, you're only like 10, 15 minutes away anyway. So it's like yeah, uh, exactly. it's a it's a short Uber away. Now, um, if you excuse me, I'm going to go have a, have a have a drinks break, and then uh, we'll be back. Sensation. The episode. It was the Patron shot that sold me. <laughs> Vape clouds melt sticky beams. <laughs> I didn't vote for you. <sighs> Leave. <laughs> And that's full time for episode 243. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks for listening to all of the episodes this season. Um, didn't really know what to expect this year, uh, given it was a very late... Well, like you know, like any relationship, it was a very late pull-out from, <laughs> from Real Dad. Um, left the family in the... I mean, you kind of Kieran Foran, you know, to an extent. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, he pulled out like three weeks after the, <laughs> after the kid was born. But... um. But uh, you know, luckily Jay was uh, was cool because he was it was honestly it was my first and only choice. And if he hadn't have uh, agreed to come on board and do the show, then it may not. <laughs> it may them we may not have had season twenty sixteen. So um, no, I've had nothing but fucking great times and. And and the the beautiful thing is and, and surprising. I mean, like cause we always the show always sort of incrementally trends up every year, and you know you keep the listeners you've got, and you just keep adding more, and it just gets bigger and mm. bigger. But this time, like we took some big, like you know, thirty percent in a week kind of leaps, which is, mm. you know, like you know, our first episode had like thirteen listeners, and now it's like now regularly five figures, and like you know, cracking into five figures, thirty percent of that mm. is a fucking jump. Like, yeah. and so. Um, the other big, the big thank you, of course, is, is Sportsmate. Um, they've been uh, 
huge for us this year and uh, hopefully, you know, it's a two-way street. Hopefully we've been huge for those guys as well and for them to get on board in a year where there was such, you know, monumental growth, uh, you know, it's it's great. I mean, makes <laughs> makes me feel great because, like, we, you know, yeah. we obviously we had some, you know, some promises yeah, if, in terms of, like, listeners and we've exceeded those gigantically. So you, uh, it's been a good deal for those guys too. If you look at their pro football app, yep. it actually, you know, puts us in the illustrious company of such... Stalwarts as Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Um, now I'm not going to get into discussions around which which entity has sexier or calendars, you know, and, and, and the, um, the fishnets on the beach, if you know, fishnet yeah. bikinis on the beach and so forth. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I hear. I hear. Um, and so yeah, it's been you know, massive thanks to those guys. Massive thanks to the new listeners who come on board. Obviously, those those figures don't spike so massively without new listeners. So I mean, when you're listening to this, thank you very much. Uh, we're talking about you guys. Um, of course, interact with us on Twitter anytime at twi league, uh, facebook.com forward slash this week in league. Um, no new iTunes reviews this week. It's the last episode of the year, so you got about four months to get on board and uh, give us a bunch to start off with. Um, <laughs> Sam's turned up. He's done fucking hell. He's working on Singapore time. And uh, yeah, congratulations, Sam. You've missed the entire fucking show, pretty much. Um, but you know, thanks for thank, thanks for showing your face, though. Yeah, I as mean, always, I fucking stole one of the game. He he actually got me on the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he would have been like when I say there was like thirteen listeners the first week. Yeah. It, because I probably had thirteen followers on Twitter because it was this is like back in you know two thousand and. Nine, early Whenever. 2009 or something yeah and um so fucking yeah. cruisy when you've stopped making weird fucking youtube videos where you get smashed over the head with pots at the end what are you dancing to like to to um fucking indonesian pokemon, pokemon songs weird stuff i should have put that song on you, tonight, you can thank mr wars for inflicting me upon you there you go there you go and uh what else we got here we're also on iheart radio app that's just for people who have I guess if you don't have iPhones, because I mean, iPhone, you know, the iTunes thing has got to be the easiest way to consume uh, podcasts and stuff. But I'm sure Android, I mean, we've been through the, you know, the the Android apps and everything mm. people have been sharing, you know, that work out well. But iHeartRadio as well, yeah, it's a thing, whatever. Um, and yeah, over the Christmas period, uh, I guess the Rocks and Diamonds podcast, that'll probably start up again next week now that, now that uh, Twill's done for the year. Fantastic. Uh, after the season finale, you know, find out who shot Jay in the finale of that episode. Uh, in that in that first season, and uh, this week in MMA, that'll go through till you know just before Christmas. We usually shut down for about a month over December, January. But uh, yeah, you can find both of those on iTunes. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, uh, for another great year. Uh, thanks to the people uh, who tweet us week in week out. Thanks to the people who just who, who we've ever if we've ever read a tweet of yours out on the show. Thanks very much because you've been a big contributor to the show and really appreciate it. Um, Members, of course, obviously, you guys do amazing things for the show. Uh, oh. I mean, you, you're putting your money where your mouth is, essentially. I'm, I'm hoping Taters is drunk at the moment. What's she saying? Uh, thanks, stepdad and mum. You and real dad are all invited out for a foursome. Giggity, giggity. And uh, totally down with that. And um, that's how you get the, the First Lady Award the next year. Exactly. That's campaigning 364 that- days in advance. Well, look, it's not how you get the award, but it's at least how you guarantee that the choices are... Taters, 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 taters. <laughs> you get multiple. Like, you might not get... It'll be like taters, Lynn. Taters, taters, taters. Yeah, you might get five <laughs> or four out of the five <laughs> ballot uh, positions. And, uh, you know, the way, that, the way that the survey's set up, it is everyone who does the does the uh, voting survey oh. gets a different look at that. They, they randomise and all that sort of thing. Um, also, we broke... We, we had as many votes on the first day. I put it up at 10 p.m. And by about 10 a.m. the next morning, we'd had as many votes as we'd previously had the, the previous year. So, um... Fucking big ups, Bethany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And um, that's it. You got anything you'd like to add to close off the season? Um, mate, no. Thank you to you. Thank you to Tool Nation. Thank you to Real Dad for making it a fucking very easy chair to it sit possible. in. Oh, no, but, uh, <laughs> by, by running out to get smoked and never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, I guess have a have a great Christmas. Be safe. Love your footy. Have a great off season. Stay on Twitter. We'll talk to you on Twitter all the time and uh, and uh, and Facebook and all that sort of stuff. But as far as the the dulcet tones and the episodes. This is it for 2016. So uh, you're thank right. you very much. You're going to uh, need reruns from this point on. Exactly. Maybe you can go back through the through the real data if you're a, if you're a new listener. That's it. And uh, see see what you missed out on, or, yeah, or, or, or see or conversely, depending on your point of view, see how good you've got it. I don't know. You know what? That's for you to judge. Re- rediscover your heritage. I encourage it. Exactly. It's my heritage too. Exactly. Love you, real dad. That's it. And uh, won't talk to you next week. Talk to you next year. Ladders. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.